Welcome to another edition of the N-Word for Nerd podcast. And this time, Jern did not have to go and pee. If you never mind, we'll talk about that later. But if you remember, we don't know you know like, yeah, yeah, remember to like, share, subscribe. We'll put it in the same bucket with our Batman conversation for next week. But if you like, share, subscribe, we're here at Cannon Circus on all social platforms, Facebook, YouTube, Anchor FM, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, Apple something pie. something podcast. This yes, <laughs> Apple Pie. We're probably on Netflix. We're probably we're everywhere you want to be at. But here, Cannon Circus. Um, welcome everybody to the show, Jaron. What's going on, my friend? How's it? How's, hey, how's, how's it going? How you living? Oh man, I'm living great. I'm loving it. I'm loving my new spot. Having a good time. Work is okay. It is what it is. Uh, looking forward to talking about all these silly shits that we just watched this week. <laughs> all the silly absolutely. Shit. Um, I just want to point out that I remember last week you were adjusting Master Chief's helmet back there. It's really yeah. popping in the background, so shout out to you. Yeah. I yeah. like what you did there. Yep, right, yeah. right. Looks good. Looks good. Hey, oh, yeah, let's, go. <laughs> let's, let's go into the Duke of All Nerds. How's it going, Jason? What's going on? Uh, this weekend is terrible. A life sucks. Uh, everything is wrong with the world. <laughs> Alabama beat Georgia. Um, so I'm just going. It's over. It's, there's nothing left to live for. Uh, that's mm. it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You mean formerly undefeated Georgia lost? <laughs> oh, I don't know why you say something like that out loud, man. Why, wait, you want to? I'm <laughs> well, with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump right into the show. Our first segment we got for our top three is that we're going to talk about top three shows <laughs> and cartoons that we wouldn't mind being rebooted and brought back. Um, and we're going to be loose with the term reboot. We can either say a new incarnation or continuation of a previous story that got cut off. Whatever way you want to feel about it, I'm here for it. So let's go ahead and jump off of you, Jason, Duke of Honors. What is the number three show you wouldn't mind, or cartoon wouldn't mind being brought back or rebooted? SWAT Cats. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> I think in this day and age, SWAT Cats, you can bring that motherfucker back and it'll be like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> SWAT cats, yeah, yeah. This this pro police day and age. This is what. We <laughs> Look, firstly, SWAT cats weren't cops. All right, yeah, they, they are cops. They they were jet. They were they were mechanics. Okay. They worked yeah, for a junkyard. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Secondly, I don't know how many airplane based crimes they need <laughs> that happen <laughs> in, in the real world, but it definitely you definitely need to build your own fighter jet to go and deal with those things. And thirdly, they're fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all. It's not pro police. It's pro vigilantism and Look. building building your own fucking super powered, you know, stealth fighter <laughs> without the government coming and taking it away from you. Look, I will be here for it as long as they cross over with Tailspin, and then I'll be here for it. Oh, that's on my list too. <laughs> also, right. I in my head, both SWAT cats are black. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, they wear do rags. They wear do rags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waves, man. Yeah, yeah keep the waves clean, man. <laughs> Add it. Yeah, Don't yeah. scratch it. Add it, man. Uh, <laughs> Jared, what's your number three? Read your cartoon of shows that should be uh, rebooted or brought back. Uh, all right, number three. Uh, and it, 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 it sits this low on the list for a very specific reason, but uh, I'm going to say what I hope isn't anybody else's number one because they didn't think this through, but Firefly. It's not my number one. Okay, good. Let's get that season two. It's not my, it, I only pick cartoons. It's yeah. Oh, you only pick it, it was cartoons or shows. All right. Yeah, so, I only pick cartoons. <clears throat> all the actors involved have gotten older, so time has passed in this imagined show that I'm talking about or thinking of. 
Uh, it would require that Whedon and Tim Minear get back into that writing vibe that they had back in the day. Uh, and honestly, I, you know, it would be one of those things where it would follow probably other people in the verse, but still same issues. There were other ships, there were other scenarios, and there were other energies and characters that I think could be fleshed out. Uh, there might be some crossover with older folk, but I think it would it's something that, that if handled correctly, could be done well. I say that after coming out of Ghostbusters Afterlife and being a little worried about the kids and being pleasantly surprised with the direction of it. So. Uh, gotcha. I would only the only thing I would say against that is that Joss Whedon needs to go and take some anger management classes first. <laughs> Just let and Tim Tim be on set and let him be angry and, and, and angsty. B and number B, without Roger Glass's book, I don't I don't want to do it. <laughs> Rest in peace. Whoa. Yep. Shout out to that. I wouldn't mind seeing the prequel with the brown coat. So that's just yeah. No, so that's oh, kind of yeah. like uh, hey, like the they were the space confederacy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Absolutely. Um, like, <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> it's funny because Jason has all cartoons and all of mine are all live action TV shows. So my and number I'm three in- show and cartoon I would love to see brought back or rebooted, actually bringing it back and picking up where I left off for this one is Pushing Daisies. It was a little show on ABC. I don't know if everybody remembers it, where the guy could bring people back from the dead, but if he touched them again, they were dead forever. And he brought back his childhood love with a touch, but naturally he can't touch her again because if he touches her again, she's dead forever. But they also serve uh, like solve murder mysteries. So um, yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, if you haven't checked it out, you got to check it out because it seems weird when I'm looking at the premise, but if you see the show, it's very very cool. And uh, the way they even film it and how they do. The narration all through it, it's really, really dope. So pushing daisies is what the thing I wish they would bring back and pick up where they left off. So these two oh, you gotta this, do. This, this show ultimately will cross over with the Dexter continuation. He will kill Dexter and then bring it back with a touch, and then he will monitor his actions and say, if you ever go too far, I will touch you again. But then he's gotta he's gotta be able to touch Dexter first. Come on, he's not getting close enough to touch Dexter. He's gonna be ended up on a fucking slab, you know, with, you know, covered in fucking cellophane or whatever. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, special days. If you guys haven't seen it, check it out. If you watch the first episode and it doesn't hit you, then let it go because it's very in that form of storytelling throughout the whole thing. But special days is my number three. All right, Duke of Honors, your number two cartoon actually, that you to, want to bring back or reboot. Actually, I'm going to uh, admit my list. I just, just thought about it. Yeah. Well, he's doing a lot. Yeah. Of a show that needs to have a second season and or reboot or something is a little known show on Netflix called Daybreakers. I don't know if anybody's seen the show. It only had one season oh, yeah. and they canceled it. But it's it looks like it's a it's a it's a TV show. It's a show. Uh it's about these high school students who are uh trapped in this sort of post-apocalyptic uh to part mm-hmm. of the town, oh. uh, they're not really zombies, uh, but it's it looks like it has <clears throat> uh, a bit of the Shaun of the Dead sort of vibe, but it gets so much better and so more dramatic afterwards that it's so good. But it did not get a second season, unfortunately, and it leaves on a cliff- cliffhanger. And it was, and I really wanted another season, <laughs> right? It is that's the one where like the even he travels in different spots, have different clicks, like at the jobs yeah, and like, the like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. One of the characters' names is Turbo Bro Jock. <laughs> yeah. 
And I it's remember, hilarious. I remember there were a couple of them. It was kind of funny, yeah. Yeah, it's very funny, but it also has a lot of heart and lots a lot of uh, gravitas because there's some parts where I was, you know, and, you know, it, <laughs> it, it doesn't take much to get me to cry, but when I, sure. but if they do it, it's good. <laughs> All right. Jaren, your number two TV cartoon <clears throat> reboot or remake. Uh, this one was kind of weird. It, it was in the vein of the idea of continuing a story or maybe finishing a story that was left unfinished. And I felt that this series really deserved it. So I don't know if it'd be a reboot or a continuation or we just move forward. Whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I, they stopped Star Trek Enterprise right at the fourth season where it was about to enter the Earth Romulan Wars. And I love Bacula as Archer and I love all the, the crew. I want to, I just want them to be like, let's just fucking bankroll this and continue the story because they had ideas. They had a whole story. They had more than one series written. And just like DS9, when they got to the Dominion War, like they they pivoted the show. They they took four seasons to introduce you to everybody and kind of get you comfortable with everybody. And then shit broke bad for the Federation. And that's exactly where they were on pace to do in this. And then they just stopped. And it fucking left me with the biggest uh, Federation-style blue balls I've ever had. So I'd like them to, yeah, get everybody back, get the crew back together. And even if get it's just Archer recounting it almost, I don't know. Get Use the that theme song back together too. De-aging technology. Because <laughs> gotcha, he got gotcha. he got he got old running around in the swamps of Louisiana doing CSI shit afterwards. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I guess it lands on me. So this one, I will say this, I'll go complete uh reboot with this one. It which go ahead, Jaren, roll your eyes. I'm just gonna go buffy, easy, just reboot it. Make it good again. Make it good. Eliminate the last couple of seasons that were kind of trash. Trash. <laughs> but it was good. Jaren oh yeah, hates Buffy, so how, it's fine. I, I just don't understand like, how you have so much fanboy love for Joss Whedon, but you don't like his most famous product. Let's yeah. let's not get into it because I've heard the <laughs> argument before. It's too campy. It's all, he, I don't. We'll save it for a whole other segment one day. But anyway, yes. <laughs> why Jaren sucks. Re- <laughs> go ahead and reboot it and or if you're going to reboot it, I wouldn't mind you even it taking place with one of the former Slayers, like um, Robin Wood's mother that gets killed by Spike. Mm. Like, I wouldn't mind yeah. having her journey be chronicled. But, yes, I would say reboot. Uh, go ahead and reboot Buffy. All right. Duke of or All Nerds. To, you go 2099 and do future Buffy. <laughs> yeah, you with could. future yeah. vampires. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, oh, they, do. They, they have the comic. Yeah. With it. I forgot what it's called. But, yeah, they do have the future one where she actually – has the scythe and all that stuff, which is pretty dope. Oh, um, yeah. that's cool. Duke of All Nerds. We, what do you have? We mentioned this have? show already, no one put it in the list, but it was mentioned. Uh, Tailspin. Uh, wow, that's this is number one. That's number one. Uh, I love wow. Tailspin because it's weird. it's it's one of those things. It's like, who thought of this? shit? Like, what kind of drugs were you on <laughs> when you were like, you know what? Uh, Jungle Book, okay, so what can you do with them? Uh, make them like. 1930s pilots, yeah. uh, <laughs> instead of in Cuba. Like, <laughs> all right, I got an idea. <laughs> but Listen. like, and what? And uh, you can uh, uh, have a rope, and the kid, a child, can hang out the rope of the airplane, and you can surf on clouds. It's a little cloud kicker or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you know the part, you know the best part. Cloud deaths. It'll be fine. 
<laughs> the best part of it, they were like, that's a good idea, but we, we need like a, a Disney character to really anchor it. And they're like, uh, how about the people from the jungle book? Yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they could be they could be there, like blue, like people love blue. like blue, yeah. Their necessities, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make the guy who's the laziest human being in the world uh a work day pilot. I don't know. He has a job now. <laughs> uh King Louie runs a bar. Right, and, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> give him give him a a a a uh uh stereotypical overbearing uh woman that he'll fall in love with. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, but I loved it. I ate everything. Uh, like uh, I love Telespin. They should do another one. Great. You know, maybe like even like do like I could see, even imagine like them doing like a modern take on it, but still with the planes and stuff. Like make it a more modern world where people are still flying around and they have their own personal planes and shit. You know. Mm. Well, they they cool. touched bases well, with it in the new Ducktales, which was a lot of fun. I was yeah. about to say, which was like very disastrously funny, but it's kind of a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> Look at it. He's just he's just there still trying to run this airport company with this fucking air glider. Like yeah. pretty tragic. <laughs> uh, I'm not good. I'm I am blue. I'm not good at business. <laughs> Somehow um, this makes sense. <laughs> all right, Jaron, what is your number one movie? Right. Uh sorry, cartoon or TV show to be reboot or remade or continue? This is gonna be maybe not overly surprising, but um this is something that I honestly think after I say it, it's going to make a lot of sense and that there's probably already in the works and I just don't know about it yet. Ghostbusters. Like the works. animated series, the real Ghostbusters. Mm. Like like doing... The real probably, Ghostbusters. Yeah, probably doing a CG version of it, but holding on to the character design, maybe making it a little more modern, but maybe pulling in the voice actors, you know, because I know Murray won't you know it's hard to get them on set for anything more than a day and a half of shooting but that motherfucker will sit in an air-conditioned booth and talk all day so uh you get him and Ackroyd loves the you know everything and, and ernie hudson he's down but you get those guys yeah. to actually take up the voices and yeah mm. i think it, you, you and you add you you keep in vain with afterlife where you add like a young character instead in you know instead of having slimer as the like the the thing that is just like kid friendly uh, yeah, I mean, you could probably do a really awesome evolution of the real Ghostbusters and, uh, you know, miss that kid in the wheelchair, but, uh, that, cool, <laughs> that cool little spooky girl that hangs out at Ray's a cult. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you, you could have a lot of fun with it and it's, it's pretty terrible game. that you have a guy in a wheelchair. Cause like what happens if you go to a house that's not handicap accessible? You, like, you every house ever had stairs. He's going to sit out in the car. Like what's going on? <laughs> Like all these houses are built before they had like the Disabilities Act of 1936. Come on, guys! Like he can take uh, care of the perimeter. He got the perimeter. Yeah, yeah. But two things about the real Ghostbusters: Uh, Ernie Hudson always looking for a job. Tried out for his part, didn't get it, and didn't get it. Lost out to Arsenio Hall. (laughs) And two, the guy that uh, voiced Peter Venkman also voiced Garfield. Garfield. Guess what? Yep. Bill Murray also yep. voiced Garfield because <laughs> of the guy who sounded like him voicing Garfield and voiced Peter Bankman. <laughs> good. Always good to have trivia. Always good to have trivia. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then I guess my, last but not least, my number one show that I wish I, they could do either incarnation for it. I, I wish they would just continue it, mm-hmm. but all the people involved are going to be way too old. But a little show called 
Briscoe County Jr. I would love if they just spoke a way to continue that because they already were playing with time travel, so you can pretty much go jump into that and bring them in as old old Briscoe in the future and like and let it run. I would love for that to come back and finish that. Um, holy that's actually first time I actually knew about Bruce Campbell was from that show. I didn't see who did so later on, so that was my first introduction to Bruce Campbell, man. That in the Hercules and Xena. And yeah. then I saw the evil dead after all of that. So um I I as well. That was absolutely. my path. Um I know what guess we may have an honorable mention too, because I know Jason had one that I was right for too, but gargoyles, honorable gargoyles. mention. Gargoyles. Mm. Gargoyles Such is one of those person. things if you bring it back, like you you bet not fuck it up because you're gonna destroy everybody's childhood then. Oh, you're gonna have people burning them down. Second favorite <laughs> thing that Jonathan Frakes but, was involved with. <laughs> Yeah, he, he directed a lot. Of, yeah. a lot of, he was Thanatos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, uh, Goliath's canonically black. <laughs> Facts, hundred percent. So, 100%. so I mean, to deal with a chick more... like Demona, you got to be a brother to deal yeah. with Demona. You can't be no soft, simple I mean, white it, dude. It, <laughs> in the '90s, it had a diverse cast because uh, what Montoya was was Hispanic Native American. You yeah, know? yeah. Yep. You know, the villain was. Greek Xanatos. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. David Keith and his dulcimer tones being Goliath. And you know, like, like that's a brother. I don't care if he got six foot scaly <laughs> wings. That's a brother right there. So yeah, anybody, if they mean, reboot it and they have more characters of color, some you know, neck pierce like, oh, it's too too woke now. Like, no, that shit was woke to begin with. All right. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Dude, you had um, a character named Brooklyn for crying out loud. I mean, like <laughs> Yeah, but some of the younger ones were white because they were getting into shit that brothers don't nah, get into. Nah, only person that was white <laughs> was was fucking um, Hudson, uh, <laughs> the old one. He was the only one that was white. <laughs> Broadway, uh, bro, that's fucking... a brother. That dude was smoking pot, <laughs> getting high, eating. Lex is that typical black nerd. You know, like no one knows what he's talking about. Like fucking, I don't fucking know what you're talking about, Lexton, but. Lexington was my favorite. <laughs> and then Brooklyn. Is, <laughs> the dude's name is Brooklyn, all right? Come on. That's, that's like straight from the streets. Like, oh, yeah, let's name a kid where he grew up in. Bed-Stuy, do or die. Fucking Brooklyn. Look, this is the first time that me and you have had a, a racial <laughs> split bias on him. I, I can't go there. I mean, they was riding motorcycles. and then they were looking My brothers ride motorcycles. Hold on, hold on. I understand that. But they were looking up to fake-ass white action stars. That's white people shit, man. You didn't look up to fucking you didn't look up to fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger. You didn't look up to not look up to him like I wanted to be him. No, I never want to oh be Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no, like hell, even in the A team, we was like, man, we fucks with Mr. T, but I don't want to be Mr. T. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's too much work. He's always yelling about being afraid of heights. <laughs> but yeah, motherfuckers wanted Look. to be Shaft. Yeah, we wanted to be Shaft. <laughs> Uh, Broadway is a brother, at least. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is our list of top three shows or cartoons that we decided should get a reboot or remake or just continue their story. Uh, again, tell us what you think in the comments. Let us know if we missed a show or a show that you think is just itching to be redone. Um, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to give us something wild that I'm going to make sure we read on our on our show so we can tease them about it. So until then, we'll wait for their... Um, I'm gonna throw a curveball here real quick. Uh, we, did both of you guys watch uh, Hawkeye episode three? Yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. Just real <laughs> quick, what did you guys think? Yay, nay? 
Yay. Yay. Very much so. Yeah. That was probably like the best episode, like so far of that of the three episodes that we've gotten. Uh, it's from yeah. <laughs> from a director. Name the dog Pizza Dog. Yeah. From a director standpoint, turning that camera around in the car during that chase was really oh, brilliant. That was yes. Matthew Vaughn level cool. That was fucking phenomenal. That was well done. Literally, when I watched it, I text. I was like, "The car yeah. is a masterpiece." Like, yes, it stands out in a Marvel thing too because they're generally a little more whitewash. Like, I don't want to say whitewash, but they're a little more. Now you were right. Their directing <laughs> style, but uh, but this one that was that was some, uh, the director that day was like. Listen, we're gonna spend a lot more time setting this up, and it's gonna be awesome. I promise. And, and just all yeah. the the stupid trick arrows were were fun too. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, well, the trick arrows are fun. Are you more um, here that are worse than that? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like trick arrows, but it's also so many little things. And you know how I love the little things that just yeah they yeah. make me be like oh like the whole thing. You'd be like yeah, I guess it'd be easier if we, we, we you know I turned this way. Yes, and other archer would know for an archer like hey, it'd be easier if you just shoot your arrows. If we rolled it this way, um, that would that maybe they also my my complaint. I feel like sometimes Marvel hears my complaints and is like, yeah, rewrite this into the new script. Because remember, mm-hmm. my complaint for one and two was like, how this chick just fresh off the street getting guns in her face and she cool with life, and in this <laughs> one she was freaking the fuck out. And I'm like, thank you, Marvel. Like they have to realize like this ain't no fun and games. Like you can die, ho. So <laughs> also, I, I really want. Nice I really Shut want. Up. I really want Hawkeye to say that. Like you could die. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be the next episode. <laughs> He's too much of a father to do that. But I do yeah. like that they made her have that freak out ability, and then the way they played with his hearing in this episode. Uh, oh, I know so we guys good. we don't talk about sound effects okay. a lot, but the sound here was just like it was movie level how they played with the this hearing and all that, which is really really great. So, so yeah, I'm here for it, man. Yeah, apparently the actress that plays the main antagonist is actually deaf, and everybody on set learned a basic level of ASL to mm-hmm. communicate with her, which I thought was very, very cool. Deaf um, and an amputee. Yep. Oh, yep. oh that's, that's real. That's not CG. Okay. Yeah, not that's not CG. Heard. Um, well, she also, did, uh, whoever they cast as the younger <laughs> version of her, dead fucking on. Yeah, yes, like, they, yes, they, they just really another person. <laughs> they just went back in time and pulled her out. <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna play show real quick. We're gonna put you back. <laughs> yeah, they, that, that final feed with her is young her, and they cut her. I'm like, fuck. They did a good job of that. Um, and the shout out to the Pim Arrow. Come on. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Chuck a little Pim Tech. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Just so good, so good, so good, so good. Uh, but I'm I'm enjoying this show tremendous. I'm enjoying this show way more than I think most people are because, like I said last week, I just like a regular Marvel show now. Can I just get a regular like, show of just Jokers yeah. doing regular shit? It's, it's, like, I'm here it's for all, it. Like as I say, it's always like uh, they in most of the the movies, it's always like some world ending thing. I just want like a day in the life of a superhero. Like I don't need we don't always need them to be fighting against you know. You know Thanos or whatever, like just let him fight some mob guys. This is great. Like none of this yeah, is important. Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah. You get the you get the you get the impression that his biggest conflict in this is managing what he needs to do so that he can get home. <laughs> yeah, have Christmas. Like yeah. honestly, he he knows deep down he could just fucking cut and run and be home for Christmas. <laughs> it's like it's, I need to wrap this shit up. <laughs> absolutely, it's absolutely. like the world's not ending for everybody, but the world would end for him if he didn't be home <laughs> yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, and that's a great line I have. It, it yeah. works, and then also it shows you know the thing that they don't show a lot in these movies: a hero being a hero. Like he's deciding <laughs> to stay to protect her, 
Because so, he has no other reason. Like you said, he can dip. And her life could be her life, and he good. He'll make it over Christmas, but it's like you can you can see it in his face. He's just like, oh, you yeah. seem pretty good in like, this stuff. It. I feel like you'll be fine. I'm gonna get right. It. <laughs> He's like, yo, I got that Ronan suit. I'm good. All right, <laughs> you got you, you can handle the rest of this, right? Uh, they're actually looking for you, so right. <laughs> <laughs> they know where you live. <laughs> yes. Don't so, go home. Uh, See you later. <laughs> yeah, I got um, kids. I can't be a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> he got kids and warrants. So I guess they get rid of his warrants because, you know, he helped save the world again, the universe. Yeah. So, sure. all right. Let's go ahead and uh, jump into our next, or I guess our fresh review of the day or night or whatever part time you're listening to this. We're going to talk about Masters of the Universe, Revelations, part duel. Um, let's go ahead and start off last. with you, Let me go Jaren. Last. Let me go last on this one. Oh, you want to go last on this one? Okay. Yeah, okay, because mine's going to be short and sweet. So you can get it. Okay, yeah. well, then let me go give everybody. The story continues <laughs> with Skeletor and his newfound strength attained with the sword of power, attempting to fulfill his dream of killing Prince Adam now that he is in a weakened state. Tilia, man at arms, and Andrea Cringer. Uh-huh. Every time I think of Cringer, I think of Jaren. Cringer and the sorceress <laughs> all do their best to hold him off. Okay, I guess. We, Jason, do you want to go first on this one then? I'll go real first. It's gonna this review is gonna be real, real short. Uh, I couldn't okay. even get through the first episode. I was wow. bored halfway through, and I was like, I don't feel like watching the rest of this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I kind of like, and I like the first part. Like the first part was really engaging, and this one when you know Mark Hamill is is hamming it up as Skeletor, and I was just like, huh. I get what I guess what Darren sees in this property now. <laughs> this kind of sucks to me. <laughs> and I and I've been busy this week, and I'm just like, I'm not gonna watch the rest of these episodes. This is the thing that's not gonna happen this weekend because I don't have any interest in watching any of the rest of the show. <laughs> so maybe it's good. I don't know because <laughs> the first episode. A very was brutally boring. honest <laughs> assessment here. I don't All know right. if you guys know, but we bring the professionalism here and in we're <laughs> College attempt, my honest college attempt. I was like, I sit down, I was like, I'm gonna watch this, and then I was like, no. <laughs> to, to treat this like TV after that great review, let's just go ahead and take an ad break and we'll be right back. <laughs> but I'm all right, <laughs> we're right back. We're starting again. We're gonna review with look, we're gonna review for Masters of the Universe Revelations Part Two. Uh, I guess I'll go ahead and jump on in here and with what I have here. So basically, you wanted He Man, and Kevin Smith said, "Fuck you! I'm gonna give you Adam." Um, now there's nothing wrong with Adam. <laughs> the show, there's plenty wrong with Adam. Adam. <laughs> right? It is Masters of the Universe. So I realized that Kevin Smith was being sneaky and being like, "Oh, I'm gonna give you a bunch of Masters of this universe because this is going to be a revelation that you realize that like He Man really ain't important and is a boring ass character. That's why we're not even talking about him." And that's what I realized this whole two part series is about. He-Man being the shits, and nobody gives a shit about him. Um, we did get payoffs in the second half of it, you know, things with his parents, with Adam and his parents. Um, we get, you know, what's going to happen with Skeletor, but also we got things in this part, too, that I, I was welcoming, and I thought it was really cool. We got savage-ass He-Man. That's pretty dope to me. That dude was, like, killing shit with his bare hands and living his best life. We get the payoff for Evil uh, Evil Lynn which I thought that was a very fitting thing because they did spend a lot of time with Tila and her in part one. So to give them pushed into the forefront, I thought that was good um, good script writing, good storytelling. 
But again, goes to the point that the name of this is Masters of the Universe, not He-Man, because Kevin Smith makes sure that by the time you finally get He-Man, the credits are about to roll and the show about to be over. That's exactly <laughs> what happens here. Uh, I felt differently about Mark Hamill's Skeletor because I just felt like it was a bad version of the Joker. So it was like yeah. Skeleton Joker, bro. And I was like, I had a way better version in DVDs in my in my garage of Mark Hamill being great. This Skeletor was just a bore to me. Like it was like, oh well, yeah, he's doing the same stuff that he did in the nineties when on a way better show. Um, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer as Tila. I felt she was better in part two, but I don't know if it's just because I got used to the mediocre act, you know, voice acting she did. That I was, oh, this ain't too bad. Um, Wayne Prince Jr. is a much better voice actor. One hundred percent. Also, um, <laughs> I did have a problem with. In which I'm starting to become as a problem with everything with when it comes to like everybody simping for white women. I didn't know He Man's mother was like an earthling. So yes, this motherfucker traveled through the multiverse and picked like this generic ass white chick and was like, Yeah, this is gonna be my queen. What the hell are we doing in these streets? But whatever, that's another thing. We'll talk about it <laughs> on another show when we go on a real two man blacker than black show. We'll have that conversation for another day. Um, see, I know- as black <laughs> men who have biracial children, by the way, y'all. Right, 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 right. Yes, yes. But so I don't think this surpasses the 2000 version. I think but it is a good mix of the, it is a good mix of the 80s fluff. Yeah, yes, I know, right? It is a good uh, mix of the I 80s fluff, white but like <laughs> a new age. Just get over here. Um, I'm sorry. Go on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, you're fine. I and mean, the last thing I did like about this is that it probably had the best team up since the Mega Powers, but also it was just as short lived as the Mega Powers. Between He Man and the other cat, you know, cackling uh, skeleton Joker. So, other than that, man, I, I mean, uh, okay, all right. What about you, Jerry? I'll let you go ahead and uh, back clean up here. Yeah, the animation was all right. Uh, that's about all I can say for it. I, uh, yeah, I, it, it, it's not sneaky. The fact that he called it Masters Universe, he let us know from the rip that we're not going to get any He Man in this bitch. <laughs> he's like nah i'm gonna tease you with it <laughs> but he was like there's a reason i'm not calling it he-man masters universe i mean uh i didn't have as much of an issue with mark hamill but uh honestly it's just because i kind of i kind of miss you know hearing him being maniacal and and wild and crazy so i would I, w- I enjoyed it uh but yeah i mean yeah you can't put him up against the joker where he was going full tilt you know, this seems like he's just been, he's older and doesn't want to blow his voice out, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, at this point, he might as well blow his voice out. He's yeah. fucking 70. <laughs> like... Yeah. yeah. Uh, n- no, I, I, I wasn't a fan of this when it started, and I'm still not really a fan of it. So there we are. Good, good. Let's go into the favorite segment for me, which is questions. I have some good ones for you guys. For this one, you're going to love this. Uh, before we do that, we, we'll, I guess we give our rating. rating. Uh, Jason, what is your rating? Uh, yeah, I wasn't feeling this one. It's a one. Woo. Jaren. Oh, yeah. One. 1.2. 1.2. I just wasn't feeling it. Hey, for those people who might like this, have fun. I, it just wasn't for me. I gave it a three. I mean, it's good for all the bro dudes. And if you really like He-Man, I think it's a good Masters of the Universe story. So I, I would I don't mind. It didn't bother me that much. All right. So questions. We can go ahead and officially go and start this because uh now we gave our ratings and I don't know if I'm gonna even do questions because you guys hated it so much. No, 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 we can still do it. Right. No, <laughs> <we definitely laughs> <do. laughs> 
No, I want um, the questions. So, you ready? <laughs> Mary. <laughs> Mary fuck kill. Mary, kill. Mary, yes, fuck yes, kill. yes. Okay, Mary, all right, I'm down for this. Um, we got Tila, Evil Lynn, yep. and uh-huh. He-Man's mom. Mary <laughs> fuck kill. Oh, <laughs> uh, we can't. We can't uh, okay, okay, this is easy. Uh, yeah. Mary, Evil Lynn. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, fuck Evil Lynn. No. He's the weird shit. Fuck He Man's mom and kill Tila because she's probably not interested in me in the first place. And that's and that's not saying that. But I just don't want to do nothing that she doesn't want to do. That's what I'm saying. All right. Yeah. yeah. Jared, I, for you, I'm I'm swapping two of those. Fuck Evil in murder the mom and uh, marry. Yeah, and marry uh, Tila. Tila. Yeah. Okay. Honda. All right. Uh, who I just don't want to force fight? her. I know she would be unhappy in a marriage with me, so I don't want to force her. Into it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, they still use swords in this era, so she may be used to suppressing that side of her. All right. Um, <laughs> who would win in a fight, Savage He-Man or Intellectual Hulk? Ooh. And I make sure I pick the See, Intellectual I w- one. I always pick the intellectual one because, especially because he's got brains and bronze. Right, he can think and, you know, you can it. always think his way out of something. You always want to use your your noggin first. But technically, the intellectual one doesn't have the Hulk rage, so he's not as strong or yeah, fast right. as the the savage. But he's one. still strong and fast. He's just not as strong and fast as Rage Hulk. And there is and a point, gonna... there is a point at which just brawn and raw strength overpowers. It, you you just lose the time to be able to think. And and mm-hmm. playing something out. So if it ask were an, Batman, he would fuck them both up. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it to Hulk if he's if he's uh, got time to prepare. Uh, but if this is a surprise <laughs> fight, I think Savage. I mean, if he gets blitzed, yeah. If anybody gets blitzed, you're gonna fucking lose. Yeah, he's dropping. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> so all right. But give so Batman got, uh, a week. He's figured it out. He's figured them both out. <laughs> All right. Who wins in a fight? He-Man or Lino? He-Man. Yeah, 100. Okay. I mean, they, right, they, they basically, when he becomes He-Man, he's... I mean, let's just be honest. Here. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Uh, He-Man's not interested in fighting Lino. They're interested in having a naked wrestling match where they're greased up and they're just... Holding each other down. Jason, Jason, <laughs> stop projecting. We're on a and they just and they're just like and they're just like ah, I got you. And then like, <laughs> Jason never left that bar in Savannah. He was talking about earlier. Never, <laughs> never, never. Think about never, that every ever. day. <laughs> <laughs> well, just let's shift gears to something else here. Let's go ahead and shift our gears on over to Hit Monkey on Hulu. It is, sorry, Marvel's Hit Monkey on Hulu cartoon that stars a Hitman monkey. So, a brief description for those that don't know. <laughs> you just gave the description. It's not I mean, yes, monkey. but it, it, it's I feel like it's, I have a better one. <laughs> I got a better one. It tells the, t- plus you got to give me my, my, my dramatic readings of these descriptions, Ooh, yeah. you know. It mm-hmm. tells the tale of a wronged Japanese snow monkey, monkey mentored by the ghost of an American assassin as he cuts a wide swath. Yes, they use the word swath. Through the Tokyo underworld. All right, who wants to start this off? Jaren, you want to jump in this one first? Yeah. Gonna, All right. Talk so, about it. Frame rate. Yep. 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 One hundred percent. Where the fuck are my frames? You owe me frames. <laughs> this is bullshit. This is twenty twenty one. None of this drop frame nonsense. Just to save fucking money. I hate everything about it. That being said, or uh, Jason Sudeikis, 
is fantastic in this. Like he, I, I absolutely love his energy. I love this character. Uh, yeah, no, I, from what I saw of it and I, you know, I didn't get all the way through it, uh, or what was on offer, but I got through like three or four episodes of it. Uh, I, I was in for it. It was great. Uh, the action, not that good. And honestly, coming off of Arcane, I think everything's going to look like shit for a while <laughs> until my brain yeah. readjusts to what is normally acceptable as okay in this scenario. And that honestly really, because I've gone back to Arcane like three or four times since last week. Uh, and so my, my, my mind is geared for God-tier animation at the moment. So when something like this shows up, and I really have to hold on to the story and the characters. And it's the voice acting that's keeping me watching it. It's 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 not the animation. It's not the 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 choice of of, of camera placement. It's not uh, anything that is visual to it, which is rare for me because I'm I'm kind of a horror for visuals. Uh, as a visual artist, <laughs> that's where my that's where I lie. That's where that's where my interests lie. It's where everything about me lies. So the fact that this the only reason I'm holding on to this is because the character and the story and the voice work is, I guess, a testament to the voice work. And and yeah, that's that's, right. that's my no spoiler review. Fair enough, Jason Duke of Honors. What are your thoughts of Marvel's Hit Monkey? Uh, yeah, okay, so uh, I disagree with Jaren about the drop frames and stuff like that. It's just the animation style of the studio that's producing, which is Floyd County. Shut the fuck up, Jaren. I'm, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> He's reclaiming his style. Reclaiming his style. <laughs> <laughs> this is made by... <laughs> this is made by Floyd County Studios, which is uh, native here to the Atlanta area, which is why I'm always going to simp for them, because they're local boys. Uh, they are the ones behind Archer, uh, before that, Frisky Dino. So they already had their style is to have a limit, limited animation, like period. That's their style. Yeah. Yeah. That's that, this, that's what they do. Uh, and this one, they've just like done what they do in Archer, but they took it up another level. Like they've gotten better at, because, you know, if you ever saw the first season of Archer, those characters barely moved at all. <laughs> like, or if you even go back to like what they were doing when they were uh, 70 30 studios. When they were doing C Lab 2021, where they just cut up old, you know, movie old shows and like, and like basically animated them in Flash, and it was horribly, but it was fun. Oh, it's just still um, Flash. It's not animated in Flash. Flash doesn't exist anymore. Duh. <laughs> it's in Toon yeah. Boom now. But I like the character art. I like the. I always like the. They have a strong illustrating, illustrator like character art style, which I think is really really good. Um. I do enjoy like a lot of the action in this. I think it's pretty cool for me, anyways. For the for what they from what they were before to now, they've grown leaps and leaps and bounds. Uh, Jason Sudeikis as as Bryce, you either love him or hate him because sometimes he's just like just like shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> You're just like I like some stuff lands, some stuff some stuff works, but sometimes it's just like. He just keeps talking and he keeps talking and he keeps talking. I'm just like, let the monkey do the business. All right. <laughs> but otherwise, I really, I am really having a lot of fun with this show. I think this show is, is, is fun. It gets to the point. At first, when I saw the, the trailers for it, I was like, who wants this? This looks stupid. But <laughs> I have returned my mind on because when they all suggested, I was like, this, this is dumb as hell. I'm not watching this shit. <laughs> 
but I've turned my my mindset around because there's a lot of goofy shit going on. It's a fucking monkey assassin for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing there's it's there's nothing better than that. Right? There's nothing more I can say <laughs> about this show. Like it's it's fun. It's it's it may not always be funny, but it is always fun. So I I am enjoying it thoroughly. All right, and before I jump to my review, we'll go ahead and take a quick ad break. But uh, ad break. All right, <laughs> we start playing music in between it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so this hit me differently as it continued because I'm first the beginning. I was like, "This is all some monkey shit," and then <laughs> you're right. Once you get the style of what they're trying to do, it does work. And let me just get the get the gorilla out of the, you know, <laughs> get it all to start here. So, because I know, I know, I have to stay consistent when it's like Jason Sudeikis' performance is very uh, Ryan Ryan Reynolds ish. Um, yeah, and yeah. I know how I feel about that. But here's the difference on here, and I'm gonna be completely honest. Bryce is supposed to be just like you're supposed to dislike him. Yeah. So all the annoying yeah. shit and all the stuff that bothered me, it works because I'm supposed to feel that way about him. I'm supposed to be like, shut up, dude. Like, yeah. dude, you're a terrible human being. Like. But that's what makes it work when you watch the whole thing. When you go through the whole series, he becomes more likable, and a lot of the antics slow up. Like he isn't trying to talk a million miles or a million words a minute, and but like it slows up, and you can tell that he starts caring about the monkey, cares about monkey, and he starts <laughs> speaking to him as a partner and as a teammate rather than like the monkey being a flunky. And so <laughs> when I looked at it, and I go, it is, "Hey, you know uh, what?" Yeah, I'm like this. This this works. Like this is what I think I hate about Ryan Reynolds versus how it works. Like Ryan Reynolds does all this stuff, and even if he's supposed to be a good or bad guy, he's charming enough that we're like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like it's no nuance to the performance of his wittiness. Like in Red Notice, Ryan Reynolds should be a bad guy. He's a thief for God's sake, but he's still witty and charming, and everybody loves him. Here, (laughs) right, right. Bruce here is annoying as fuck. He's a terrible human being. He's a he fucking murderer. A yeah, he should have died a long time ago. Um, I'm glad Jason addressed the, the 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 animation because I knew that was going to be contentious for Jaren. And as me being a non-animator, it's always hard for me to argue animation with him because I don't know. I just only know what I like and look. This stuff works because this this movie literally is a pulp comic booky kung fu western noir feel. So I feel like the loss of the drop frames actually adds to that presentation. It almost feels quasi like it's being ripped from the comic book page from some of the shots and some of the, the split screens. So that's why I didn't, I, I figured you wouldn't like the animation, Jaren, but I thought you would like the director's eye because there's a lot of good shots in this in this show, especially a lot of good shots where like he's killing people and then like it's spawn, it like pans to him and the blood splatters up over the screen. And yeah. it's a lot of just good, so, cool shots. So I'm so surprised cool, cool that you shit. didn't appreciate that. Right, right. I, I, I'm surprised you didn't appreciate that one on that one. Um, but this story is just a revenge epic. It's pretty much Kill Bill meets Ghost, which, again, I'm here for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John meets Animal Farm. <laughs> right, right. I'm all here. Yes, because the animals were King Kong, I guess. Man, animals are talking mad shit to Monkey, like Monkey won't push their shit in. I was surprised <laughs> he knew it a few other times. But anyway, uh, and I do love Marvel's use of, like, Lady Bullseye and Silver Samurai. I thought, like, mm-hmm. hey, if you're going to empty out the drawer of crappy characters, 
do it in this kind of show where you're going to have complete fun with them. And if something happens to them, nobody's really butthurt about it because nobody gives a crap about oh. these characters anyway. You got um, to hold on to Silver Samurai because I guarantee you there's going to be another Wolverine story somewhere and you know Silver Samurai shows up for that you shit. Only, you know, only can tell the same three Wolverine stories over and over again. <laughs> that, that's true. Hard. <laughs> that's true. Uh, but I'm here for season two if they decide to make it. So that's where yeah. I got there. We want to jump into ratings real quick. Can I Jared, just say, you, can I, okay, uh, yeah, um, Jason's right about one thing. I didn't know that this was the same animation house behind Archer. Ironically, when I was watching, I was like, oh, these guys are like slightly better at Archer's animation style. Yeah. If if we're just talking about if if I go back a while or I, I finish watching the season and I I, mm, I take that into account, then it is good to see them progressing further like as far as their animation capabilities are concerned uh does it stack up to masterpieces out there that are animations no 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 of course not but but i also think that that's their style is they're not going to be like you're not they're never going to get you know a 32 frames per second smoothly drawn thing from from floyd county i that's you're not going to get that because that's not their style i'm just saying you, I don't know. If, see, that's the thing. That's a, that's that's the question I have. Is it a question of style choices, or is it a question of realistic limitations that they are managing with? Like, I think it's their style choice now. Because I think it they may have, be a limitation of the artists. No, because mm. they've done this for so long now that they could probably do the things that you want them to do. But that's right. literally their style is that limited animation palette. They've done. 50 shows the exact same way. They know what well, they're doing. Yeah. All right? yeah. Well, <laughs> they, they also can pull people on and not pay them a whole lot to do to crank out that level of animation without being good. I mean, if you want to, you know, That's send your fucking shit off to Korea, but this is made in America, son. That is in Atlanta. <laughs> in Atlanta, not made Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. <laughs> Ain't no tea in that bitch. Ain't no tea yeah. in that whatsoever. <laughs> <Atlanta>. <laughs> Uh, but that being said, I, I I will I will give the animation a little bit a little bit lighter of a pass just because it is a progress for the studio. That being said, uh, uh, still giving it a two point five at the moment. Oh, Damn, all right, man, fuck, you, <laughs> fuck Jason, what do you give it? I'm gonna give it a four. Just because Jaren said 2.5, I'm giving it a four. Look, <laughs> you don't do I averages on this shit. You don't need to counterman my <laughs> I'm not too far behind Jason. I'm giving it a 3.5. I thoroughly enjoyed this, man. Uh, I'm here for season two. And I hope they yeah. do it a, a different genre for season two. I mean, it probably won't, but it'd be cool oh, if they did because uh, oh damn. I need to do that to him, bro. Uh, but I'm Look, as long as there's uh, a monkey killing people, that we're I'm good. <laughs> absolutely, monkey going monkey. Uh, also, did you? And I don't know. Maybe it's just a weird thing for me, Jason. I don't know. As you kept watching it, did you start feeling like you were understanding monkey? Like my scene, yeah. my episode, like seven. I was like, <laughs> I know what he's saying. Exactly what he's saying. <laughs> you start to understand the monkey. <laughs> what is that, that like a minion gibberish? That sort right. of English. <laughs> I was like, I know what he wants. I also like the fact that all the other animals can talk to each other. Like that one where he goes to visit the girl for the first time, the cat's just like, get the fuck away from here. Like, get out of here, asshole. Look, monkey should have pushed their shit in, bro. They was talking real reckless with this dude. I am a straight up, 
murderer. Yeah. He's talking real like, crispy over there behind that I glass. gave my family that I love these hands. I will kill you. I love it. At one point, the cat was like, I got an Uzi in the, the litter box. I was like, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm here for it. All right. I guess let's go ahead and jump on over to questions. So I do have a few. I only have two questions for this one, but it should be fun. And it's funny because it's all stuff we kind of hit on. The first thing, <laughs> who do you hate more, the Silver Surfer in this movie or the Silver Surfer in the Wolverine? Oh, Silver Samurai. Silver Surfer Wolverine. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry, Silver Samurai. Sorry, I'm saying Silver yeah, Surfer. Yeah, Silver yeah. Samurai in the Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sucked. Yeah, he I love the Wolverine in the movie, but, like, yeah, y'all y'all fucked up at the end. With, yeah, that's with back Silver when Fox Samurai. was kind of doing approximations of characters. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's silver and he's a samurai. samurai. That's all we need. Yeah. <laughs> Robot. Let's heat up his sword enough to melt animanium. Okay. Yeah. Like indestructible uh, <laughs> animanium. Yeah. Get the fuck out um, of here. Who wins <laughs> in a fight? Uh, Bryce or Archer? Bryce is a straight murderer. Yeah, I mean, Archer is lucky. Archer gets lucky. Bryce is like, lucky. nah, I'm going to kill so you. So does Domino. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Archer's got Lana and the rest of ISIS or ISIS. It's not ISIS anymore. <laughs> it's not ISIS anymore. <laughs> so. They changed the name in like what was it, season seven? Yeah, it was like, I think it was like two, three seasons ago. Yeah, yeah. Still funny. Still so, funny. Jason, you're taking Bryce. I'm taking. Jared? I'm taking Bryce. I'm gonna say that Bryce is going to attempt to make friends with Archer because he's a very lonely character, and Archer's gonna <laughs> use that. To manipulate him and end up killing him, so I think I'm. No, I think in that situation they become best friends and they just go around murdering people and shit. And they've just quickly each other. Kill him. Did we just become best friends? Like, yeah. I'm gonna say when we were pitching Step Brothers too, I never thought that it really should be this. Archer and Bryce, one contract killer and one privatized spy organization, Golden Boy. Mama's boy. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, let's go ahead and shoot on to one of our last reviews of the day. We're going to talk about the new Disney movie, Encanto. And I guess oh. let's get our beautiful description here for everybody. <clears throat> Let me get my pipes ready. Mm. <clears throat> Sing it, Jason. The, <laughs> the Madrils are an extraordinary, ah. ex- extraordinary family who live hidden in the mountains of Colombia in a charmed place called Encanto. The magic of the Encanto has blessed every child in the family with a unique gift. Every child except Mirabel. However, she soon may be the magical's last hope when she discovers that the magic surrounding the Encanto is now in danger. Dun, dun, dun. Yes, you can tell that I don't go to church very often because I can't do my black church very well you anymore. Nailed it. <laughs> I nailed it. I mean, whoa. <laughs> I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, start this one off here. Um, Encanto should have been called Encantano because <laughs> as ambitious as this film is, it all takes place in one place. And that is just that crib, pretty much the whole freaking it's movie. Yeah. <laughs> But also, like I said, I say it's ambitious one because it is culturally ambitious, but also more importantly, like for a Disney, we always expect the big adventure. They go somewhere else. They have to leave from their home and do travels and do things and come back a better person. 
this is ambitious because I think they maybe walk down a block to a lake <laughs> and that like it, it ain't much going on here. So um it's all contained in this magical home, and like this magical home damn near rivals like any wizardry in Harry Potter, because this magical home is like a nanny. This joke could take care of everybody. It make extra rooms. It make you get your shoes. It is like I want the home. Fuck all that other stuff. <laughs> yeah, fuck the powers. Give all that. Just give me the home, bro. <laughs> uh, but the magic in here does play fast and loose. Just when I started being fascinated about how and why this magic works, I end up actually being more intrigued with the mystery that was going on. And they do give you some kind of generic reason of how the magic works. But I figure if a you know a mother loving a child can bounce a killing curse onto somebody and kill them. I can believe whatever magic goes on from the rest of my life whenever you just make up some reason why. So with that being magic. said, um, yeah, yeah, gay magic because they can magic. That's the bigger reason here. Um, but I wanted to, but the only real issue I had, well, I guess it's two, but the bigger issue I had with it is that it seemed like everybody in the family liked Maribel and she was a good character and they enjoyed her presence being around and she seemed to work extra hard to make up for the, the fact that she didn't get powers. And then all of a sudden, like in the last act, it became like everybody secretly hated her. And I'm not including her sister. Mary Bell, you're everybody... a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did you feel that? Like in the last inning, they were like, yeah, you ain't got no powers anyway, ho. And you're like, whoa, whoa. Like this chick was helping y'all and fixing stuff and helping with the party. And y'all was like, cool with this. And all of a sudden, when she started asking questions, y'all was like, nah, yeah, you say up out of here, man. It ain't got nothing to do with you. But the story is still... But again, like I said, the mystery and the story of how it unfolds, it's, it's a good written story, especially with the limitations of the atmosphere and location and the limitations of we've kind of known, the story's been told before. So to kind of make it that make it go the way it did, I thought was cool. Um, John Leguizamo was probably the biggest star, I think, in this whole yeah, thing. When absolutely. it comes to how he acted and performed, his voice acting is phenomenal. <laughs> you buy into Bruno from the first moment you see him to the last thing line he speaks. Because John Leguizamo does his thing on it, but um, and I guess the other nitpick I have is some of the music. But I know Jason's probably going to talk more about that, so I'm going to save that <laughs> for his review. Let him go with it. Um, Let it go. I just, <laughs> yeah, right. I just think in this movie, because of the cultural elements in the the story of family, this could have been like Moana special without having the adventure. But instead, it just became more just a cute person of color movie. Thank you, Disney, for doing it, but. Somebody's going to one day go, but hey, you remember that movie in Canto? And I'll be like, oh, uh, Colombian X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Colombian um, X Men. <laughs> that's going to be it. <laughs> so, of all I said, I did really like the movie. It just it has its flaws, and I feel like it had potential to be a lot better. And it just kind of got near the end. It was like, oh, we need a conflict for the end. Um, they don't like her. They don't like her. Yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> all right. They don't like her. That's it. Bye. So that's my take on in Canto. Uh, Jeremy, would you like to go next? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanna... Right. Uh, I, I genuinely enjoyed this. Um, visually, absolutely beautiful. You're right. They don't go anywhere. This is an encapsulated <laughs> story. That house, magical as fuck, but they really, they're like, yeah, we're going to hang out in the village and the house 90% or 100% of the time. Uh, John Leguizamo was amazing. Um, I, uh, and the angry lesbian from Brooklyn nine, nine is the main chick. Yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. She actually <laughs> apparently has a set of pipes on her. Like she did all the I would say a set of pipes. I would well, say she can definitely from carry a what tune. I've known of her. <laughs> I was very blown away. Cause it, yeah, that's not her. Was Brooklyn. The Brooklyn nine, nine is not her natural speaking voice. She yeah. Yeah. Very, so I go from that to the mousy. Like, oh, yeah. Really. 
Also, you could tell it was very interesting. I like the idea. You tell like the grandma and her actually they shared the same eye mm-hmm. shape. And there's there's something there that we won't really talk about, but I, I like that. Um the thing that the thing that I love the most about it was uh the uh strong chick got a song and in it I was brought back to never had a friend like me with uh wow. from Aladdin. Like, That's some high praise was, right there. It, it's very high praise. The visuals in it are kinetic and fun and ever changing. And it, I just, I, I was like, I was, was really kind of going with it. And I was really enjoying it. And then I thought to myself, man, this is like at that level for me. I really, I love the way they presented it. Uh, I thought hers was great. Um, and of course, oh man, John Lee was on. What's up with the, what's up with the modern Luca? Were they saying something about not today, Bruno or whatever? Also, I don't, you know, I don't watch a whole lot of anime, but I got a, uh, the idea that that uh, this was like an X Men family, and then you had the the non the non mutant in the mix. It, it felt like uh, the the all might small might thing from uh, that uh, what is it B- uh, Big Hero Academy or whatever it's called, uh, mm. where the kid was just like just didn't have a quirk <laughs> at the beginning until he ate that creepy old man's hair. So uh, you know, Japanese animation is weird. Yeah, your parents or the police. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but it's 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 fun kind of in this world where we all enjoy like super powered beings and it's 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 a fun escape, but it's also kind of it oftentimes is like a I don't know a uh, an analogy for being better than we are. Um, it's it's fun to turn that idea, which we're still kind of like running through on his head, and say everybody's super powered, and we're going to focus on the one non super powered person. That's going to be our our protagonist. So I like that. I like that approach. I thought that was fun. Uh, and did I mention John Leguizamo was amazing in this? <laughs> if I haven't. Uh, enough yeah he, he he shows up for this he has a great time it's awesome so uh yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed this i highly recommend seeing it jason what do you think uh before we go uh, to jason I, let's get oh, one last ad break oh, ad break for the night ad break boom, boom. and we're back <laughs> uh go ahead yeah, jason what do you the, think both of you were wrong this movie was fucking terrible I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know what? I wish that would have happened because for the first time ever on this show, me and Jaren would have been in lockstep yeah. and you would have been an odd person out. <laughs> like, you guys are fucking fools. This was an abomination. They should never have made it to begin with. Uh, well, Disney no, is I, turning over his cryogenic chamber. His chamber. I did very much enjoy this movie. I did think it was very, very good. I, I, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I did love it uh, for all the reasons that you guys said, but I do have some, let's say gripes. Let's say gripes. It's, gripes. it's not a break. for me. Like um, the songs just didn't resonate with me very well in this one. Um, they felt kind of disjointed from the story in that they were telling for, 
for from my perspective like you go to back to like frozen moana like the show's kind of the songs kind of naturally flowed in with the story as they're as they're tearing it and the only one that like it felt for me like oh we have to get six mo- songs of this movie let's okay by minute 15 we need a song by minute 25 we need a song and this like it felt chopped up to me uh especially the one with uh even though i enjoyed that song the most the the horse girl song because she is fit <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'll let her pick me up any day <laughs> i'll be your donkey stack yeah it just felt like oh we're talking we're talking oh now we need a song so she just starts singing the song and you know that's musicals in general but like it just didn't flow enough for me um and my my last and my only like my major gripe with this you know disney movies are great they animated movies are they're they're great but they're not any more phenomenal um mm. i feel like disney disney used to be the thing that drove animators to do better right like disney was the the cream of the crop and i don't necessarily feel like that's the case anymore i feel like disney is like <laughs> we do something we do something very well and we're gonna do it and like don't do anything outside of that let's leave it right here where we're at and i think there's other studios out there who are like nah let's just throw our balls to the wall and let's go out and let's make something massive impactful yeah yeah and uh i feel like disney is it's like mcdonald's it's there Mm. they were great at one point but you know, and they'll always be there, and you will always go get yourself some chicken nuggets from McDonald's. But is that what you want? <laughs> is, you know, when you got five guys, or you got you know, you know, a steak out there. Man, five guys are expensive. Fuck five guys. Never pay for just five whole guys in it. Just, I saw a tweet that said, uh, "Fuck five guys, still just be a few Negroes." <laughs> right. <laughs> Man, get a burger be twenty seven dollars. You get twenty seven dollars for a goddamn burger and fries. <laughs> Bad analogy, five guys. All right, not five guys. Let's, you know, I'm just saying. You know, like there are studios out there that are doing, you know, you know, chef quality work, and you know, and and Disney is turning in. I'm not saying that this movie is McDonald's. It's the best thing on McDonald's menu. I'm just saying this, but. It's, it just feels like to me that Disney is, is set in their ways and they're not going to move the ball any further anymore. And that is kind of disheartening. And I feel I definitely felt that in this movie, even though I thoroughly enjoyed it. I want to make that clear. I really, really like this movie. <laughs> I think but, Disney animation has been playing catch up to Pixar for a while. And I think they've finally gotten where well, they are equivalent. I So I feel like we're at that point where we'll see if they progress any further. Yeah, um, I think right. at a, this moment they're they're stagnating. I definitely agree with you because uh, for a while Disney was like, "Oh, we're not going to do any computer generated. That we that's what Pixar's for. We're just right. going to stick to two D." And then like obviously the market Here's changed. Six. Yeah, you know, and they're like, "Oh, okay. Well, maybe we should probably do you know CT in house." And you know, they did learn a lot from Pixar and take a lot of things away from them to make you know Disney mo- uh, stories more relevant to the modern age. But then I feel like they just stopped like they they were like oh here's a line we're good we made it we'll just do this from now on and mm-hmm. so and that's not a bad thing if you're good at what you do i mean like they're good at what they do don't get me wrong they're good at what they do but like they should be it's disney it should be like 
the best thing ever. <laughs> the benchmark. Like, yeah. Well, it's it, it should be like, oh my god, like I want to do the that. Disney of animation. Yeah, it should be the <laughs> Disney of animation. Yes, exactly. Well, I, I was watching this and I did have something, and it came to mind when you were talking about the the songs, and it, it made me think. Uh, these songs, in my opinion, seemed heavily dependent on the visuals that were being presented along with the songs. Do you yeah. think any of these songs are sing songs that you could like? listen to in a car like on the radio and it would have the same no. impact like it's one it, song. very developed with the visuals maribel yeah I, I, go ahead jason yeah no, well go i was ahead. gonna say like and that was like my biggest complaint with me and jason were talking before is that oh. typically in a musical the song is supposed to emote the emotion of the character that's probably not being voiced verbally out loud i feel like in this they verbally announced what, what they were feeling and was going on. And then they were like, oh, yeah, let's just do a song about it, too. And it was like, hold on, like, you you just told me. Why I got here another third, three minutes of you singing about what you just said out of your mouth? Like, right. and I think that's where, yeah, so going to your point, like, I did feel like all the music was tied to, like, you have to see this, especially, yeah, the song about the powers. Like, it's going so quickly that if you don't see them actually showing the powers, like, you're not going to. I can't sit in right. my car and bob my head to a storm. Like, I don't care yeah. about chick got storm powers and chicken hair yeah. pen. Like, it, it doesn't work unless I can see it. So, yeah, I agree. It's yeah, the storm's, storm's husband had some some slick dance moves. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, he was great. I loved him. He's a little <laughs> Tito Puentes over here, a little, little chocolate. I don't, know. I don't know how all three of his kids came out three different colors, but uh, <laughs> don't ask sometimes. It happens sometimes. I got cousins. They all three different shades. Even though they're all supposed to have the same name, mom and dad. I know. Look here, man. You know what happens to a toad when you get struck by lightning. So <laughs> same thing that happens to everything else. Same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> it feels to me like Lin yeah. uh, Manuel Miranda uh, needs to take a break. I think he needs to go yeah. take a nap. <laughs> you know, lay down for a little bit. You know, yeah. recharge those batteries. Because Vivo. Those songs were fucking banger, man. Those songs mm -hmm. I would listen to on their own. And even though I don't fucking like musicals, I would listen to those songs on their own. Right, right. This one, I'm just like, they're there. There are songs in the movie. Hooray. Y'all could just told a movie and not sing any songs. And, you know, it's, and I, and a lot of the songs didn't really feel like they didn't have that kind of Lin Manuel style to them either. No, they were exposition so dumps. Yeah, so it was just like the, the songs didn't work, and that took me out of the movie. Yeah. Otherwise, a really good movie. <laughs> Again, absolutely, for what it was, absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Huge. Yes. Huge jumps Dude. in animation quality. Uh, facial animation was I was going to say, like, their facial animation yeah. was so spot on. It was so yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. we've seen better. <laughs> we've seen better. Right. Jaren, what do you give the rating for Encanto? <laughs> Uh, 3.8 is my right. rating for Encanto. I, I, you should see it. I agree. Jason? 3.81. You're going to make me add another digit to the rating thing that I'm going to slap over the <laughs> No, I, I would give it 3.8 as Darren. It's, it's a good movie. It, it is good. needs to be seen. Yeah. Recommend. Yeah, recommend. Um, Damn, I'm right there with that. I'm at a 3.8 on it, man. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Chipotle! Oh, my God. All right. Fucking family house. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
All right, let's go ahead and jump into some quick questions for in and in and around Encanto. All right, so question number one: Out of the powers that you saw, what powers would you want? That shapeshifter kid was having way too much fun, and I would absolutely, <laughs> I would absolutely be doing that all the time. Can you imagine doing like? Uh, jokes where you're doing impressions of people, but then you just literally slip into their face to do the impression and then slip back. Oh, I feel I like there's going to be a problematic moment with that at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, never. I guess the only one I guess I would like that doesn't seem like it would be a burden is the talk to animals one. The rest of them seem like I don't want to hear everything that you're everyone has fucking, to say. You're the kid from fucking plant the planeteers that's like heart. Yeah, you're the My worst. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They needed my tea. They didn't just leave it in the shit behind. Wind, water. You're like, nah. I'm gonna talk to animals. <laughs> I mean, everything else. Like the girl that could listen to everything. Like that seemed like. I mean, like you could be talking shit about it, and she could hear you. Uh, that's not yeah. great. The girl who made flowers. Mm. No, thank you. Uh, the person crazy. who who had to keep the, with the, the, the storms. Oh, that would be so annoying. Be annoying. And then uh, the super strong girl. Who could definitely pick me up anytime she wanted to? <laughs> they just kept making her do shit. Like, nah, like. Oh, <laughs> and the, then the mother of Think about it: is you live in an oh. urban, you live in an urban world. So I love that you're like, I'm gonna talk to animals, and all you're gonna be talking to is fucking chihuahuas and <laughs> fucking squirrels and cockroaches and, and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who don't have anything good to say? They're just like, no, you got, you got trash. <laughs> you got trash. The why the fuck are you talking to me? Get the fuck out my face! I got squirrel shit to do. <laughs> Also, the fact that once his power activated, they all wanted like the animals wanted to jump on him and hang out with him. Definitely. But his room was amazing, though. Like his room was yes, fucking was. tight. Like was. I, we didn't get to see many rooms, but the one we got to see Bruno's room, a lot of stairs. Fuck that noise. And yeah, we got to yeah, see yeah, yeah. Um, Isabella's room with the flowers, mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, that would mess with my hay fever. <laughs> no. Mess with my hay fever. <laughs> okay, and the last question I had for you is. <laughs> Which John Leguizamo performance was better, Bruno in this one or Two White Food? Oh, I was about to say, you're gonna, you're gonna do, <laughs> well, you're, you're not gonna, gonna do shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about Luigi? <laughs> Once again, Bruno or Two White Food? What All right, performance well, was um, better? <laughs> you know, in Two White Food, you had Wesley Snipes and Patrick and Patrick uh, Swayze. It's Patrick Tracy, who looked like men in dresses. And then you had John Leguizamo, who was looking real fine. <laughs> he looked like a chick. He looked he was like, like a, a real woman. fine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That made me really confused as a fifth grader about what's going on <laughs> when I saw that movie. <laughs> Bruh, I did not understand it when I was a kid until I got older. Like, oh, they're all men. <laughs> Oh man, I knew I knew every one of those people. I was like, but John Lake was yeah, remember, I'm a little younger than you, so I saw it a little younger. So for me, it was like, mm, why do these chicks mm. look like men? Then, <laughs> there, was a, there was a very young RuPaul that had a sparkle in his eye. <laughs> oh my god. So Jaren? you gotta choose. So Jaron chose Bruno. He chose Bruno. Yeah, Bruno. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Just because it's a little more culturally appropriate for his background. <laughs> yeah, like nowadays, I, I would think Tu Wong Fu would be a little bit problematic. So we'll go with Bruno. <laughs> okay. All right. All Even right. though it's great when Patrick Swayze get yells, get your hand off my dick. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Well, let's finish this episode off with comments. We kept promising you guys we we're gonna read your comments. 
But now we're going to read it for you. We're finally here. Oh, actually, we just got a comment that came in 20 minutes ago. So we'll... we'll uh... Fuck yeah. All right. 20 yeah. minutes. Fresh out the presses. All right. So the first comment is from Sign Up Stuff. And this is about Arcane. It it's goes, one of the account. decisions... <laughs> one of the decisions they made that paid off was not carrying over the airbrush boob window short skirt Barbie doll character models from the game into the series. It helped broaden Arcane's appeal. Also, Jinx over Harley Quinn because Arcane doesn't treat Jinx as a hot, crazy chick. You generally feel sad for her mental illness and tragic circumstances. That's a hell of a comment, man. I ain't gonna Damn, for a burner yeah. account, that's Pretty really bad. good. <laughs> for really insightful. Sign up. I do, I do like. <laughs> I do like that in the game they have you know you you have a tiny little character that's a few pixels high and you got to kind of like accentuate stuff to make it readable on the screen. And in this one, they really kind of delved into. You still had the police officer women wearing skirts, which, tight skirts. Which, but they did at least go down like around the knees or just above the knees. So, you know, right. it wasn't, they weren't mini skirts. So I agree with that. Uh, so, yeah, no, I like that they they kind of adapted the world. They kept the style, but they adapted it to make it They're a like, little oh, less shoot. overt. This is so Absolutely. good that maybe not only 15-year-old boys will be looking at this. So we should probably like turn this down a little bit. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> Okay, good good comment by sign up uh sign up stuff. Yeah. The next comment is about Arcane as well from Caleb Sun Sundance. Oh, I, like I know that Caleb. name. Oh, Caleb Sundance. Okay. Yeah. Old, old he's one of your homeboys? One of your boys? Yeah, he's one of my homeboys. Yeah. Yeah. Small hands. He's the one that, that shared the video. <laughs> Small hands. <laughs> Oh, he shared our video. We got to be nice, Jared. Be nice. Apologize, Jared. He shared our video. Apologize. I'm making a, I'm making a random. <laughs> it was off the. It was, it was off there. Off the door. Uh, Caleb says one of my favorite things about the show that I don't think gets mentioned enough because there's so many things to mention. Correct are the transition shots they do from one scene to another. Most shows or movies, you get like one at most two really solid transitions, and then they make you go, "Damn, that was cool." but they fit like three or four of them into a single episode and it was never not awesome. I would love to see the storyboarding for this show because it must have been wild with how meticulous they would have needed needed to be. Great comment. Hey, we're going to, we're uh, going to the storyboards, comment. man. We don't even yeah. talk about yeah. story. Yeah. I remember my first storyboard <laughs> okay. in class. This is going to yeah. be just an antidote. Uh, mm -hmm. First time we had an assignment, Mr. Elio. I don't know if you had Elio. I had Elio. He took, a, <laughs> he took the put. We put him on there. First girl tear, takes it, rips it up, throws it away. I don't ever want to see this shit in my class ever again. And I was like, oh shit, wow. I don't want to be a storyboarder. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still friends with me on Facebook. The motherfucker is just like a, a he, all he does is like yoga nowadays and paints. Yeah. yeah. I, hopefully um, he's a, a nice, nicer person. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> um, yeah, no, in this, in this scenario, uh, obviously transitions are more difficult to do with live action. Uh, when you're filming stuff and then trying to, to, you know, to like match them together and create a seam or whatever, it has to be a lot more thought out in animation. It's a bit easier, but because it's a bit easier, it lets the people behind it, if they want to be more creative with it. I think they yes. nailed it with this. And I agree with your comment completely. Um, and, uh, and yeah, no, uh, I would also love to walk around. Have you seen behind the scenes stuff, especially like avatar and, and other big scale uh, Pixar behind the scene animation things, they have whole rooms, walls, yeah. walls that are covered in the storyboard. And you walk through 
and you just kind of like follow this story along as you're going across the wall. It's I would yeah I would absolutely love as well to have been invited into that room at Riot Games. Yeah, I, I don't want to do the work because I, I would be too uh, too sensitive. Like oh no, we're taking the shot. I, I worked six hours in that. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely want to be in the room going, yes, mm-hmm, indeed, indeed. That one's good. Indeed. indeed. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go on to our next one. Uh, th- this movie is the movie that won't die, but we appreciate the comments and we'll keep reading them. Oh, Halloween Kills. Have- yep. <laughs> Halloween Kills. Yes. So Mike uh, Arangino Arangino says, definitely a brutally dumb movie. <laughs> Flashbacks and firefighter scenes, plus the couple, uh, plus the couple scenes. Other than that, take out the hospital and the bar scenes and anything to do with Tommy Doyle. So that he's saying that everything sucked except for the fire, the flashbacks and the firefighter scenes, basically. Which so I, don't get I mean, the fire <laughs> scene was was pretty cool, but I don't see firefighter. I know a few fighter fires. I don't think I don't think they're going to take you one by one. I think they're going to they're going to rush you. They're all about teamwork. They're not going to be like, they really right, are. Bill, it's your We're turn. Family. You go and fight that dude that just killed two of your buddies. We're going to be back here hanging out. <laughs> you got yeah, this. It's about family. Not lining up. <laughs> Send the new kid in. promoters at the each fire. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's family, baby. Um, again, another Halloween kills. Daryl Moore. All right, here's a long one. So uh, I think the biggest problem is that people convince themselves that 2018 was a good Halloween movie where it's incredibly <laughs> stupid with plot holes you could drive a truck through. How did he get free? Like, how exactly did Sertain pull that miracle off without getting killed in the first place? But with si- slick visuals and cinematography, Carpenter's score and nostalgia, this works as a generic slasher flick, but not a good Halloween movie. So now you have the middle part of a poorly thought-out trilogy where nothing climatic <laughs> can happen because we know that a third movie is coming Considering how seriously this movie takes itself, these have to be the stupidest written characters in horror. He's like a Navy SEAL fighting intellectually disabled toddlers. I couldn't finish it. Woo! Damn! <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't say who wrote that one. Yeah, uh, Daryl Moore. That's his name. Daryl Moore. Daryl Moore, do you yeah. need a hug? <laughs> Daryl Moore, eat it, this movie. He eat it. <laughs> he said it's like a Navy SEAL fighting intellectually Disabled toddlers, not even just the regular toddlers. Yeah, they're <laughs> intellectually disabled. at the top of their game. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that oh, no. is awesome. Oh, oh man, geez. he right okay. though. Like these characters are so yeah, stupid. Like, dude. like how y'all live, live this long? Like y'all should have died of like starvation because you forgot to eat or something, right? Or, or something well, like that. In defense, in defense of the movie. The movie slogan was "Evil dies tonight." All the evil terrible evil stuff—they all died in an alley fight. So, you're right. Yeah. The evil did die that night. Had to go die that night. They killed all the residents. So <laughs> killed forty people. <laughs> I just want, like. I really hope the next movie, Halloween End, starts off with the fucking National Guard showing up to help out these motherfuckers, and then like. Maybe they'd be like, oh, let's kill the National Guard or something. But I know it's just going to be the same black cop that serves out yeah. going, I don't know what the fucking doing. <laughs> Hold your horses on what you think about Halloween ends because we got a comment about it. And it's classic. But before we get there, we got some more. Uh, another Halloween kills. Zeno Zangzist um, says. That's mouthful. Nailed it. Yeah. What Triple X. Was, <laughs> what the fuck was this movie? 
like what the fuck was going on behind the scenes to lead to this. That is all they put. They're like, yeah. What the uh, fuck is that? Jamie Lee Curtis need to get paid. She's got like mortgages <laughs> and kids to feed. And she was like, oh, I can easily get paid doing a Halloween movie and I don't have to do any work. Thank you very much. <laughs> Facts. Money, all right. The next please. one, still more Halloween kills, is from GLW607. So I'm assuming Glow607. The sequel to Kills, Halloween Ends, does not take place on the same night. Because I think we talked about, like, what are they going to do? How's the night going to last forever? I guess he's addressing this in our comments when we had that talk. Uh, he you goes, fucking there will be a- <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a time jump of four years. Also, one of the biggest problems is the introduction of too many characters without the focus on or development of these characters. They seem to be there simply for nostalgia purposes and then to be fed to Michael one by one. I agree. Fair enough. All right. What is Michael Here's doing in four comment. years? Yeah, what is Michael Myers just going to be hanging out in that house for four years? No, staring out the out window. window. Like, <laughs> staring out the window. And no one's going to go. Just get a part-time at Starbucks. <laughs> it's going to be Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter's rotten corpse out there. Just like, and just standing there. And the cops is like, ah, we're not going in there. That's a murder. He's, oh, that's he's killed die. 500 people in the last two days. No, fuck him. Yeah. They call the National Garden because that'd just be over. They'd surround him and just fucking kill Box's ass and then be Look. over. This is why I think this next comment is what I said. It's going to be great. So <laughs> he commented, this guy commented before on it, and he went on about how terrible Halloween Kills is, but we responded, and then he responded. So it goes, <laughs> What did we uh, respond? Oh, we responded. With we just, I just gave him, like, we just talked. We read his comment, and we agreed. Well, like, he agreed. He's the one that wrote the whole thing. We was like, oh, yeah, I yeah, should yeah, write yeah, a whole yeah. narrative about this because it's so terrible. So anyway, I just, like, you know, gave him regular thank you for your comment. But anyway, so Kill Dig Horror Movie Archive. That's the guy's name. Or gentleman or young lady's name. Yep. Michael will be 65 years old in the next one. Actually, Halloween ends with Michael and Lori dying of heart attacks at a retired home. Sorry to spoil this, but it happens. LOL. Perfect comment. We may have a comment winner of the week right there. Imagine Michael Myers sitting in his wheelchair with his mask. He's sitting there looking at fucking Matlock and is slumping <laughs> over. Oh, evil dies tonight, guys. <laughs> right. Oh my god. They get, it's like it's like the old dude from uh from uh Breaking Bad where he's in the wheelchair with a little bell, but he's got the mic- yeah. <laughs> he's got the mask on. Right, right. <laughs> he's leaned to the oh, side. Yeah, dude. Oh, we got two guys to defeat Michael Myers and run up some steps because he can't get out of his wheelchair. Oh, man. <laughs> He's incontinent now. The last one that hasn't evolved into a spectral being is his hip, and he breaks it. <laughs> Look, I feel like the, 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 the topic or the main thesis of this podcast this week is steps to silent killer because you get wheelchair dude from <laughs> Ghostbusters. Michael Myers. <laughs> Michael Myers arthritis and diabetes is acting up. We can't fight no more. <laughs> to be clear, we're not making fun of people who have mobility issues. No, no, no. We're making fun of steps. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Also, in fictional characters that are written into a scenario where they are, where there will be steps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and once again. I know we said F5 guys, but five guys, if you ever want to sponsor us, we're here for that too. We will definitely. All right. Uh, will... <laughs> those burgers, all right? <laughs> for uh, sponsorship. $27 tab, I'll eat your cheeseburger. <laughs> this one is for Red Notice from Joe Fleischer. He says, nice podcast, brothers. And that, that's hey, it. Right there. Nice, short, sweet. Oh. <laughs> I really and... hope Joe, Joe Fleischer is uh, a brother. <laughs> 
<laughs> nice podcast, brothers. He, oh, he's man. the one from another mother. But uh. <laughs> uh, and then the last one we have for the day is from Halloween Kills. <laughs> Go fig. Halloween um, is killing it. <laughs> I like the Officer Hawkins story, but they failed at execution. And that is what he has for us there. Oh. And that's from Irish Vader. Two one nineteen. Jaren, which did you put? I'm gonna say <laughs> it's hard for Jaren. Jaren's like he's Irish, but he likes Star Wars. What do I do? Yeah, what do I do? <laughs> uh, Jaren, um, could you please do an impression of an Irish Darth Vader, please? <laughs> well, I know this is on the spot for you. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh... <laughs> Mate, I'm not your father. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Jesus. No. Yeah, well, that's going to be on the internet now. Thanks. <laughs> and you should not want it any other way, Jerry. You should not want it any other all. way. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that is all I have for comments this week. Thanks, everybody, for commenting on the show. We loved it. We will always read and post your comments and respond to them. So if you like, again, the material, if you have comments, please put it in there. Or if you just want to say some wild stuff to get on the show, put it in the comment section. We will read it and And clap right back at you. (laughs) Unless it's like, please subscribe to my podcast because we won't read that. (laughs) I'll read it, but we'll be like, nah, bro. (laughs) We good. We got got, got five guys' money. We good. Oh, well, let's go ahead and wrap up the show here. Uh, as always, thanks everybody for listening to the N Word for Nerd podcast. Again, you can find us on everything from Facebook, YouTube, all the podcast spaces, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and especially on YouTube. If you want to hit the thumbs up for us, like, comment on there as well. Also, yeah. if you hit the bell to be notified, you'll be notified every time we deliver new content for you. Actually, we just I just dropped earlier uh, Sunday review of Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Uh, and then uh, we also also review Spoilers. King Richard. Right? <laughs> I, I gotta ask you King... though, <laughs> yes. was it better than any other Resident Evil movie? Might have been worse than all of them. Yeah, no, know. that's a bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, hopefully by I the did... time they've seen this, they've already checked the review. Absolutely. Come out after and that. then um, <laughs> we also have a review up for King Richard, the Will Smith new movie. Um, uh, 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 we'll talk. You, you listen to the review, you'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what these things than, are about. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Other than that, guys, uh, Jaron, any closing words for everybody? Uh, yeah, seriously, on YouTube, if you like it, give us a thumbs up. And if you don't like it, fuck you, because they took away the thumbs down. <laughs> ah, fuck you. <yeah. laughs> Dislike these nuts. <laughs> uh, no thumbs down. It just hurts our egos. Uh, Jason, any final words? <laughs> uh, the dogs will win a national championship. We're still in it just because we lost to Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. I believe. I believe. <laughs> also, be kind and consider to one there and tip your servers and bartenders at least 20%. Jerry needs the money. <laughs> Facts. We all do. We all do. Come well, as always, room. guys. Thank you all for listening to the N-Word for Nerd podcast. We will see you all next week. Peace. Peace out. And fuck five guys unless you want to talk.